Section 8, India's Love Lyrics by Lawrence Hope Recorded by Helen Williford Lauer for LibriVox This recording is in the public domain. Three Songs of Zahiruddin The tropic day's redundant charms Cool twilight soothes away. The sun slips down behind the palms And leaves the landscape gray. I want to take you in my arms and kiss your lips away. I wake with sunshine in my eyes and find the morning blue. A night of dreams behind me lies, and all were dreams of you. Ah, how I wish, the while I rise, that what I dream were true. The weary day's laborious pace I hasten and beguile by fancies, which I backwards trace to things I loved erstwhile. The weary sweetness of your face, your faint, elusive smile. The silken softness of your hair, where faint bronze shadows are. Your strangely slight and youthful air, no passions seem to mar. Oh, why? Since fate has made you fair, must fortune keep you far? Thus spent the day so long and bright, less hot and brilliant seems, till in a final flare of light the sun withdraws his beams. Then, in the coolness of the night, I meet you in my dreams. Second Song How much I loved the way you had Of smiling most, when very sad A smile which carried tender hints Of delicate tents and warbling birds Of sun and spring, and yet More than all other thing Of weariness beyond all words None other ever smiled that way None that I know. The essence of all gaiety lay, Of all mad mirth that men may know, In that sad smile, serene and slow, That on your lips was wont to play. It needed many delicate lines, And subtle curves, and roseate tints, To make that weary radiance smile. It flickered, as beneath the vines the sunshine through green shadow glints on the pale path that lies below, flickered and flashed and died away. But the strange thoughts it awoke meanwhile were wont to stay. Thoughts of strange things you used to know in dim, dead lives lived long ago. Some madly mirthful merriment, Whose lingering light is yet unspent, Some unimaginable woe. Your strange, sad smile forgets these not, Though you yourself long since forgot. Third Song, Written During Fever Tonight the clouds hang very low. They take the hilltops to their breast and lay their arms about the fields. 
The wind that fans me lying low, restless, with great desire for rest, no cooling touch of freshness yields. I, sleepless through the stifling heat, watch the pale lightning's constant glow between the wide-set open doors. I lie and long amidst the heat, the fever that my senses know for that cool slenderness of yours. So delicate and cool you are, a rose leaf that has lain in snow, a snowflake tinged with sunset fire. You do not know, so young you are, how fever fans the senses glow to uncontrollable desire and fills the spaces of the night with furious and frantic thought one would not dare to think by day. Ah, oh, if you came to me tonight, these visions would be turned to naught. These hateful dreams be held at bay. But you are far, and loneliness my only lover through the night. And not for any word or prayer would you console my loneliness, or lend yourself serene and slight, and the cool clusters of your hair. All through the night I long for you, as shipwrecked men in tropics yearn for the fresh flow of streams and springs, my fevered fancies follow you as dying men in deserts turn their thoughts to clear and chilly things. Such dreams are mine, and such my thirst, unceasing and unsatisfied, until the night is burnt away among these dreams and fevered thirst, and through the open doorways glide the white feet of the coming day. The Regret of the Rani in the Hall of Peacocks This man has taken my husband's life and laid my brethren low. No sister indeed were I, no wife, to pardon and let him go. Yet why does he look so young and slim as he weak and wounded lies? How hard for me to be harsh to him with his soft appealing eyes. His hair is ruffled upon the stone and the slender wrists are bound. So young, and yet he has overthrown his scores on the battleground. Would I were only a slave girl today, to whom it were right and meet to wash the stains of the war away, the dust from the weary feet. Were I but one of my serving girls, to solace his pain to rest. Shake out the sand from those soft, loose curls, and hold him against my breast. Have we such beauty around our throne, such lithe and delicate strength? Would God that I were the senseless stone to support his slender length. I hate those wounds that trouble my sight. Unknown, how I wish you lay alone in my silken tent tonight while I charmed the pain away. I would lay you down on the royal bed. I would bathe your wounds with wine, and setting your feet against my head, dream you were a lover of mine. My crown is heavy upon my hair, 
the jewels weigh on my breast. All I would leave with delight to share your pale and passionate rest. But hands grow restless about their swords, lips murmur below their breath. The queen is silent too long. My lords, take him away to death. Protest by Zahir Uddin Alas, alas, this wasted night with all its jasmine-scented air, its thousand stars serenely bright. I lie alone and long for you, long for your champa-scented hair, your tranquil eyes of twilight hue, long for the close-curved delicate lips, their sinuous sweetness laid on mine, here where the slender fountain drips, here where the yellow roses glow, pale in the tender silver shine the stars across the garden throw. Alas, alas, poor passionate youth, why must we spend these lonely nights? The poets hardly speak the truth. Despite their praiseful litany, his season is not all delights, nor every night in ecstasy. The very power and passion that make, might make, his days one golden dream. How he must suffer for their sake, till in their fierce and futile rage the baffled senses almost deem they might be happier in old age. Age that can find red roses sweet, and yet not crave a rose-red mouth. Here bulbuls, with no wish that feet of sweeter singers went his way. Inhale warm breezes from the south, yet never feel his fancy stray. From some near village I can hear the cadence throbbing of a drum, now softly distant, now more near and in an almost human fashion its plaintive wistful seems to come laden with the sighs of fitful passion to mock me lying here alone among the thousand useless flowers upon the fountain's border stone cold stone that chills me as i lie counting the slowly passing hours by the white spangles in the sky some feast the tom-toms celebrate, where close together, side by side, gay in their gauze and tinsel state, with lips serene and downcast eyes, sit the young bridegroom and his bride, while round them songs and laughter rise. They are together. Why are we so hopelessly so far apart? Oh, I implore you, come to me. Come to me, solace of mine eyes. Come consolation of my heart, light of my senses. What replies? A little languid mocking breeze that rustles through the jasmine flowers and stirs among the tamarind trees. A little gurgle of the spray that drips unheard through the silent hours then breaks in sudden bubbling play. Wind 
Have you never loved a rose? And water, seek you not the sea? Why therefore mock at my repose? Is it my fault I am alone Beneath the feathery tamarind tree Whose shadows over me are thrown? Nay, I am mad indeed with thirst, For all to me this night denied, And drunk with longing and accursed Beyond all chance of sleep or rest, With love unslaked, unsatisfied, and dreams of beauty unpossessed. Hating the hour that brings you not, mad at the space betwixt us twain, sad for my empty arms, so hot and fevered, even the chilly stone can scarcely cool their burning pain, and oh, this sense of being alone. Take hence, O night, your wasted hours, you bring me not my life's delight, my star of stars, my flower of flowers. You leave me loveless and forlorn. Pass on, most false and futile night. Pass on and perish in the dawn. Famine Song Death and famine on every side, and never a sign of rain, the bones of those who have starved and died, unburied upon the plain. What care have I that bones bleach white? Tomorrow they may be mine, but I shall sleep in your arms tonight, and drink your lips like wine. Cholera, riot, and sudden death and the brave red blood set free, the glazing eye and the failing breath. But what are these things to me? Your breath is quick, and your eyes are bright, and your blood is red like wine, and I shall sleep in your arms tonight and hold your lips with mine. I hear the sound of a thousand tears like softly pattering rain. I see the fever, folly, and fears fulfilling man's tale of pain. But for the moment your star is bright, I revel beneath its shine, For I shall sleep in your arms tonight, And feel your lips on mine. And you need not deem me over-cold, That I do not stop to think, For all the pleasure this life may hold, It's on the precipice brink. Thought could but lessen my soul's delight, And today she may not pine. For I shall lie in your arms tonight and close your lips with mine. I trust what sorrow the fates may send, I may carry quietly through, and pray for grace when I reach the end to die as a man should do. Today, at least, must be clear and bright without a sorrowful sign, because I sleep in your arms tonight and feel your lips on mine. So on I work in the blazing sun to bury what dead we may. But glad, oh glad, when the day is done and the night falls round us gray. Would those we covered away from sight had a rest as sweet as mine, for I shall sleep in your arms tonight and drink your lips like wine.
The window overlooking the harbor. Sad is the evening. All the level sand lies left and lonely, while the restless sea, tired of the green caresses of the land, withdraws into its own infinity. But still more sad this white and chilly dawn, filling the vacant spaces of the sky, while little winds blow here and there forlorn, and all the stars, weary of shining, die. And more than desolate to wake, to rise, leaving the couch, where softly sleeping still, what through the past night made my heaven lies. And looking out across the window sill, see from the upper window's vantage ground mankind slip into harness once again and wearily resume his daily round of love and labor, toil and strife and pain. How the sad thoughts slip back across the night. The whole thing seems so aimless and so vain. What use the rapture's passion and delight, burnt out as though they could not wake again? The worn-out nerves and weary brain repeat the question, whither all these passions tend? This curious thirst, so painful and so sweet, so fierce, so very short-lived, to what end? Even if seeking for ourselves, the race, the only immortality we know, even if from the flower of our embrace some spark should kindle or some fruit should grow, what were the use? the gain to us or it, that we should cause another you or me, another life from our light passion lit to suffer like ourselves a while and die. What aim, what end indeed? Our being runs in a closed circle. All we know or see tends to assure us that a thousand suns, teeming perchance with life, have ceased to be. All the gray dawn seems more than desolate, and the past night of passion worse than waste. Love, but a useless flower that soon or late turns to a fruit with a bitter taste. Youth, even youth, seems futile and forlorn while the new day grows slowly white above, pale and reproachful, comes the chilly dawn after the fervor of a night of love. End Section 8 India's Love Lyrics by Lawrence Hope Recorded by Helen Williford Lauer for LibriVox This recording is in the public domain.